You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Renee Greenberg on with us, who is from Women's Hormone Health. Renee, thanks so much for uh, coming on the podcast with us. I am, I'm so excited to be here, and I, I just am really honored to speak to other nurses. It's always been my passion to, uh, to be an advocate for nurses because I know exactly how hard nurses work and, and how, how much we have to give to the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so give us a little background about you as a nurse. Like what kind of nurse, uh, how did you start out in nursing? And then um, we'll see where it takes us from there to how you started your business. Yeah, I, I was a neonatal um, ICU nurse for 10 years and I loved it. I, uh, I worked um, in a level four ICU and did transport. And I just basically lived on adrenaline and sugar and caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really how I, um, you know, how I uh, had my little, my, all my health issues and, and where I brought me to where I am now. But I really enjoyed, I loved my job. I loved all, every aspect of it. The problem was I just um, didn't really listen to myself. So um, it wasn't sustainable for me. And, and that is one of the reasons I started, uh, kind of did a career switch because um, now I know, I, I know so many more things and we'll talk about that later. But I, uh, my, my time as a nurse has so many good memories and I, I really respect uh, bedside nursing, all kinds of um, aspects of nursing. I just, I just know that nurses just need to be more empowered by, you know, their own hospitals. Their, you know, their, their, but most importantly for themselves, like to really um, give themselves that empowerment and self care. Uh, so how how long were you in the ICU or how long were you in the hospital? For 10 years. Oh, for 10 years. Okay. And then at the end of, well, not the end of 10 years, but uh, towards um, what time frame were you like, um, you know, I, I have to do something different. And what did you do differently at that point? Yeah, I, um, you know, it, when you are, when you are just running on adrenaline and not <laughs> doing shift work at all kinds of crazy hours, your body just can't sustain that. Right. And I was not listening to my body. So I was just pushing through. And I, I think a lot of us do that. We just push through and get done what needs to be done. And, um, one day I just, I, I had just pushed my symptoms, all, all my, you know, aches and pains and chronic fatigue and uh, all the things that I was just trying to push through, they all kind of added up at one day and I just barely could get out of bed. So when I uh, went to my doctor, this was about, um, about eight years into nurse, into my ICU uh, 
time and I went to my doctor and they couldn't find anything wrong with me, which, you know, it's frustrating and very dismissive. And so um, I found an acupuncturist that one of my friends, one of my nurse friends was going to, and she's like, try, you know, try this, this will really help you. And with my fatigue and my pain. And, um, and I was just very fortunate because she was also a functional medicine doctor. And so she was able to really hone in on what was actually happening. And I don't know um, if everybody knows about cortisol testing, but I was basically a flat line. So a cortisol circadian rhythm has to kind of jump up in the morning and then slowly come down at night so you can sleep. But I was at the point of just adrenal dysregulation and I didn't even have a circadian rhythm at that point. And I was only 32. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 56 now and I have so much more energy than I did back then. But, but, you know, it's just not knowing your body and not knowing when to um, really say when and, and really give yourself those healthy boundaries. So I, um, I went working with this, this acupuncturist, this lady who you know, went on to be my mentor. Um, uh, She just, you know, really encouraged me to look into other aspects of nursing outside of the ICU. And I, and I did try those things, but ultimately I I went back to school and um, went to Chinese medicine uh, school, got a master's in that, and then worked with her and also learned uh, functional medicine before it was really even kind of mainstream. And, and that was 20 years ago. So oh, wow. I feel really fortunate to combine those two um, aspects of, of health and healing because they're so uh, holistic and, and synergistic with each other. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's, you're right. Like that it's really becoming more mainstream, like, um, and you are so far ahead of the curve because you have all the, this year it's of uh, functional medicine and Chinese medicine, um, behind your belt. So wh- let me ask you this though. Like when you first went to that acupuncturist, were you really skeptical or were you like, you know, especially having kind of the Western medicine behind you for so many years or were, did you really embrace it and we're just like I'm fed up and they can't find an answer like how, how did you approach that that's exactly that's exactly how I felt I I'm I'm from Minnesota I live in California now but I'm from I'm, I'm from Minnesota I didn't even know what acupuncture was really at that time and I had I had moved to San Diego and I um was working at Children's Hospital and you know, in California, it was really common to go to an acupuncturist, but I, I didn't know. And it was really, you know, they use a lot of strange terms and, you know, it was really uncomfortable in the beginning, but I could feel myself getting better. And I also, the very first visit, just, just knowing that there was hope that was huge. Yeah. Okay. So you went and you got your master's in Chinese medicine. Did you get um, a degree in functional medicine? Is there a degree for that? Or is that just kind of a program that you go through? Yeah, there are some degrees that you can get with, with functional medicine for sure. 
but the way that I uh, did it was um, the Institute of Functional Medicine is um, it's ifm.org. It is um, kind of like the gold standard, I believe. It is a, a really comprehensive um, practitioner certification that is uh, very extensive and um, really dives into the research and the just really uh, setting up an evidence-based practice is, was really important to me. And although that I had all those years of, of training and working clinically with functional medicine, I really wanted to um, feel like I wasn't missing any of the research. And, you know, just, just being around other certified practitioners, really knowing what the gold standard for our uh, functional medicine practice would be. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Are you a nurse practitioner or does your practice require like a medical director? I, I in the state of California, <clears throat> I, I can practice functional medicine as a practitioner under my acupuncture license. So um, I don't really use my RN license for, for that. And okay. um and when I do, you know, if, if other, if nurses, you know, I have my bachelor degree in nursing, but if nurses want to, you know, really jump into functional medicine, which I think it's just an amazing, you know, kind of bridge between East and West med, you know, kind of like natural medicine and Western medicine, functional medicine makes so much sense to nurses because we already are more holistic, I think, than, than uh, other, uh, you know, avenues of Western medicine. I think we really think that way. We think about the patient mind, body, and spirit when we're, we're caring for them. So functional medicine is no different. It is very evidence science-based, but it's, it's like looking at all the body systems and together and how they all interact. And that's, you know, that's just like a kind of a modern take on Chinese medicine. I think that's why I think it's so cool to put them together. Right. So um, but let me ask you this. What, what would you say is the difference between maybe like functional medicine and holistic nursing or integrative nursing? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I, I, I believe that functional medicine is a little more um, uh, like root cause based. So we're really, it's like a systems medicine, I guess that's what, that's what we would call it. And, um, you know, using, you know, advanced laboratory testing to really dive into the root causes and, you know, like holistic nursing, I just uh, really respect that realm of nursing so much. Um, that is, uh, another layer, but this is really the, you know, the, the, the functional medicine practitioner would, would look, we look, we just peel away that the layers to find that root cause of the symptoms. And, um, and there's often more than, more than one. So <laughs> lots of tools that we can use, lots of different testing. Um, I think that's really the kind of the, the backbone of it. And then we can use all, you know, diet and lifestyle like holistic nurses do and, you know, the energy medicine and all those things, they're all tools, right? But the, but the, I think the difference would be really 
honing in on um, finding the root cause and supporting the body in that way. Okay. So now, <clears throat> sorry. So now your um, business is called Women's Hormone Health. So how, what do you do with hormones and, and um, how does that help uh, women? Yeah, I, I really, um, I really wanted to specialize in women's health because of my own health journey. And um, what I realized when I came, you know, came out of my crisis was that, you know, my lifestyle, my diet and lifestyle directly caused all the symptoms I was experiencing. And I also realized that um, hormone imbalance was a big root cause of all these things. And I was causing that from my diet and lifestyle. And the third thing I realized was my body can heal itself when I really can support it in the way that it is asking to be, you know, and so it's like dropping into your own intuition and listening to your body. So that's really like what I, I believe. And so when, when I, when I work with my clients and my patients, I, I do, I use a framework called whole body hormone health. And it's, it's like I was saying, it's very holistic. It's not just about you know, increasing or decreasing the estrogen or, you know, it's not about, you know, giving bioidentical hormones, which I'm not against, but that's not always the root cause, right? There, it's, it's oftentimes stress. It's oftentimes digestive problems. You know, I, I see a lot of women who come to me with, um, you know, you know, weight gain and menopause and they, you know, when I dig a little deeper, it, it has nothing. Well, I can't say it has nothing to do with hormones, but it's their lifestyle, right? So once we can kind of hone in on um, those things, which are not easy to change, but totally doable. And um, because a lot of people will go on bioidenticals and not feel better. <laughs> that was my story too, when I went through menopause. So it's so um, like looking at the whole body um, and all the different root causes of these symptoms is really the key to making a change. Okay. And so in your business now, like, and one of the things that I want to say is like, you know, especially with Western medicine, for some reason, they seem to dismiss like gut health and um, I don't know, hormone therapy and, and stuff like that. So do you get referrals now from uh, practitioners or providers that are around you that, you know, they just, they're not able to deal with it, or maybe the insurance companies won't let them manipulate hormones or, or whatever the case may be, because they won't, they won't pay for it. But have you, have you, do you get referrals from there or where do your patients come from? Oh, I get, well, a lot of different ways, actually. I, I like to do um, online masterclasses to teach people how, um, how all of this functional medicine kind of um, has to do with our hormone balance and how we can use it in a really efficient way. But so I get these experts that also do the same thing. And then, you know, we, we do these master classes. So I get a lot of my clients through there. I also, um, 
you know, I have a private Facebook group and, um, but yeah, I, I, the IFM our Institute of Functional Medicine is also a place where I get a lot of, um, my patients because they just go on that and they, they can, they can go on that site and just search for a functional medicine practitioner in their area. And then, um, then they contact me. So that's a really great resource for me as well. But um, yeah, I have uh, local uh, doctors that I've been working with for years and that is a great relationship. And I also love to work with, um, you know, my patients, primary doctors, because they feel <clears throat> they can see that I'm helping their patients and they want, you know, they want my, my help because they don't have the time or maybe the, 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 the resources. I, I don't know, but it is a good team. And I, and I always say that to my patients too, like, it's good to have a team because you're, you know, one, one uh, specialty isn't always going to cover everything. So um, yeah, different, different ways. Uh, I, I, Recently, in right before COVID, I put most of my practice online, so it is um, it's pretty easy now to to attract um, my the right clients for me. So, are you able to um, treat people or work with people? I'm not sure what the right <laughs> terminology would be here, but um, a, like across the U.S., like anybody could contact you and you could work with them. Is that how that would work or is it, are you limited to the state of California? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, yeah, for, for what I do, I, you know, I can be a functional medicine practitioner um, in the state of California through my acupuncture license, but I can also be a coach, a health coach across state lines and I'm not using my any of my licenses at that point, you know, just like I have different hats, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it just depends like, um, what, you know, sometimes people contact me and I can't really be that for them, but I can refer them to ifm.org and they can find somebody in their area. Okay. Um, and when you're a health coach, like how is that different from what you do in functional medicine in California? I, you know, I, I really, I think that health coaching is so valuable and I meet with my clients weekly or every two weeks, depending on what they need and um, just really honing in on root causes. And I guess it, it, it would be similar to being a holistic nurse and just like really looking at their diet and lifestyle, really supporting them and change. That is the biggest part of my job, being a cheerleader for change, because <laughs> change is not easy, and that's usually what is required, and so, but it's really up to the person, so sometimes they need that, you know, that voice every week or every two weeks just to say, you got this, you know, you don't have to do this alone. 
Yeah. And I feel like the practices like yours, um, they need to wait. Oh my gosh. They need to pop up all over the place because I feel like as a society where you're like chronically stressed out, chronically fatigued, chronically anxious, um, you know, everybody's triggered about everything and it's, you know, everybody needs to take a deep breath and see like a functional practitioner as far as I'm concerned, (laughs) but, um, Um, yeah. And what you said about diet and lifestyle is, is huge because it really is. And even in, in nursing school, I felt like diet and lifestyle in every lecture would come up on the last PowerPoint as a bullet point and, or even in, in discharge in the hospital, we'd say, well, you need to change your lifestyle. And it, it's so big and so broad and mm, so hard wow. to do. <laughs> But it, it's to me like it's ninety percent of your health, and and you, maybe you would say it's more, but um, diet and lifestyle is everything. Absolutely, and, and you know we and when we even talk about you know genetic predispositions, just our our lifestyle can really influence our you know our genetic expression, right? So epigenetics, the way that um, you know we are at risk. For certain diseases, we can turn that on and off, right? So, wow, that's powerful to know that, right? And sometimes when we get these, even DNA tests or any of these things, then we know exactly what we need, you know, when we have that information. That's why I love these functional lab tests because I think it's really empowering because I'm like, I can see how I'm, you know, detoxifying estrogen. That's powerful. Like, I can know if I am a candidate for hormone replacement, the way that I detoxify estrogen, you know, so these kinds of tests are super empowering. And, and I think everyone should do that. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't necessarily get those if you went to your primary care provider. Is that correct? No, they would just look at your levels. And, and, and although that can be helpful at certain times, what you know they change all the time they change every day so i think when you do these um like the dutch test it's a urine test so in a urine test you can see the levels of estrogens and progesterone and testosterone but also like how you're breaking it down it's it's really amazing and then if it's going down uh because estrogen can go down three pathways and two of them are not healthy and could lead to estrogen related cancers. And one of them is healthy. And there's ways we, with diet, lifestyle and targeted nutrients, we can encourage a healthy detoxification pattern. Yeah. So that's the stuff that, you know, we just don't hear about. <laughs> yeah. So like to me, there's like a CBC, a chem seven and PT INR, and, and there's not many other labs other than that. You know, it, it, it's just, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. So and you get into this... those labs, you know, there's that, there's the range and in functional medicine, we have the optimal range, right? This is where, this is where most people feel their best, you know? Right. So there's a, there's the normal lab range, but then there's like an individual personal range where you might feel your best and somebody else might not. And, um, you know, customizing the labs to the person is just, um, seems like a pretty obvious, but very novel idea. (laughs) (laughs) I know you'd be surprised like a TSH of, of, uh, three compared to a TSH of 1.8. 
it makes a whole difference for that person, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so how long your business has been around for how long? 20 years, 20 years. Okay. Um, that is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. so what do you, I, I know you, I also see that you, um, you have online programs, you have services, you sell supplements. Um, is there anything else that your business does that we didn't really talk about? Uh, no, I, I, I mean, the main thing that I do is I have these programs. They're all inclusive three month or six month programs to help kind of reset hormone balance, but again, whole body hormone balance. So it could be gut issues. It could be um, you know, weight, weight loss or whatever, even autoimmune conditions I, we work with and just try to just balance and calm the system. And, um, they're all inclusive because then it takes all the stress out from that person. They're just like, you know, it's like I, all eyes on that client and they don't have to, be overwhelmed with all the information I have to give them. I can just figure it out for them. So it's just, I've learned over the years that that is really the most effective approach because I, I've, I've seen it a million times that women will start coming to see me and start feeling better and then drop the ball. And because they put, they don't put themselves first. Right? <laughs> and so um, I think when you have that, you know, you know, you have these upcoming appointments um, and this whole program to complete for your own health goals, right? Then you are more um, liable to stick with it and make change and transformation. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I love this. And if nurses are interested to find out more about um, your journey, what you're doing, your programs, um, or just want to get in touch with you, how, how, would, how do they find you? Yeah, just go to womenshormonehealth.com. And then uh, that's the, my same Instagram. That's my same uh, Facebook page. And I also have a private Facebook group called More Than Menopause. And um, we do a lot of challenges in there. And um, I have guest speakers. It's, it's a fun group. And um, I would love, yeah, just on my, on my website, um, anyone can sign up for like a 15-minute consultation. And even if there's a nurse out there just wondering about my practice, I'd be happy to, to chat and um, support in any way. I love this. Thank you so much, Renee, for being with us here today. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been really fun.